Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Please give an extra warm welcome to Swimming. (laughs) Timmy hasn't recorded with me in so long. He's going to hear what a profesh I am. (laughs) But Timmy, I have actually so many questions for you. They've all really added up because we haven't recorded in so long. And per usual, they're organized into different categories. There's parenting, relationships mental health, and a rapid fire. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, Timmy, I'm going to hit you with the hard one right from the get-go. All right? I'm ready. What is the hardest part of parenthood? Mm. First thing that popped into my head was, I don't remember where I heard this. So it's not really a quote because I'm not quoting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just it's like it's a good. quote. It's like You've a paraphrase just... from someone I've forgotten um, that I could also possibly be getting wrong. But it was like when you're a parent, you have to like you have to deal with hate uh-huh. like and 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 the qu- quote was referring to literally sometimes hating your own child uh-huh. because they're so selfish. Like when yeah. kids are young. And, right, like, right. They're right. so selfish. And yeah. like. They they will throw a remote control in your face and then tell you they hate you like because they don't know what's going on. So you have to like deal with you hating them mm-hmm. for being so crazy and then them hating you that like sometimes at least Sonny and, and you talked about this the other day on your Instagram like at three or four years old like he doesn't he'll say to us like I hate you. Yeah. And he doesn't know what he's talking about but you still hear the word and like you have to process as like a you know, seemingly mature adult, those really strong feelings, which like you go through great lengths in your regular life to avoid. Right. So that's tough. Part two is, and these are just the first two things I came to my head. There's so many other parts. Um, But the endlessness of it, you know. Like the routine that has to happen every day and the kind of like feeling that there's no breather. I mean, we we are at the very end of a month long plus of being with Sonny every day. Yeah, I said with it was. no breaks. Yeah. He's like, he's not going to school because we've been traveling and, he, and when we get back, got back, he had to quarantine. So he's just about to go to school tomorrow, knock on wood. 
his test he is, is negative. I got it back. Oh, it's great. negative. Duh. <laughs> yeah. I got it back. I already sent it to Jessica. And yeah, so he is going back tomorrow. But it has been 24-7 programming that we as the parents have had to do. Right. And so even though you might take little breaks here and there when you put on a movie for them, like it never really stops. And then like in a larger sense, like your care and worry and responsibility for them never ever stops, even if you go on vacation without them or actually take a break. Um, So it's the kind of endlessness of it. But at the same time, even though that's like a hard part, that's also like a really rewarding part too because like Sonny is bonded to us for the rest of his life. And like I have love in my heart to care for someone for the rest of their life and my life. And like it makes me feel like a part of a family and like all the good things too. Okay. Tips for surviving toddlerhood. Someone is really struggling to keep it together. Tips. (laughs) (laughs) My voice. Bubble Bubble in the throat. Uh, yeah, I have some tips. All right. I have some tips because toddlerhood can be difficult. Your yeah. kid has words. They are manipulative. They are pushing boundaries. And I feel like a common trap you can get into is like punishment and like punishment escalation, if that's a term. So like you tell your kid to stop doing something or else X, Y, and Z. And X, Y, and Z just has to continually get like worse and worse and worse until like you're threatening some punishment that like you really don't want to give and like right. kind of doesn't fit the crime. Right. And, like, and now you're in this like crazy war with your kid because you can't give in because you're trying to establish that like you're the dominant one because ultimately that's what your kid wants. Your kid is trying. And this isn't my theory. This is what I've read in books like with actual binding talk that's not true i listened to it on audible it's called the kasdan method for parenting the defiant child by alan kasdan and alan kasdan i think he's a behavioral psychologist he was Mm -hmm. like the head of like the american board of psychologists he runs behavioral psychology at yale for many years and he wrote this book that was suggested that was recommended to me by a friend we met at Sonny's Taekwondo class. Not that Sonny is a defiant child, but literally just as a good book to read on how to model behavior and how that works with everyone. Kids, adults, dogs, like it all works the same. And at the heart of the book was positive reinforcement. So instead of punishment escalation for your toddler, I would suggest identifying the behavior you don't like. Let's say it's drawing on the walls, whatever picking the positive opposite of that behavior, which would be drawing on paper, encouraging your child to do the positive opposite and then rewarding them like immediately and meaningfully for that kind of behavior. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time like creating in my head the positive opposite. I feel like that's where I get into trouble and then it becomes more like a threat instead of a positive opposite situation. So like I don't find myself having to punish Sonny all the time because I'm just switching his negative behavior into positive behavior, letting him accomplish that task and then rewarding him for Mm -hmm, it. So we have mm -hmm. a much better relationship and I'm not as frustrated because I don't have to be the bad guy. Yeah. And like, I don't know about you guys, but like it doesn't feel good to punish or natural and it, it feels much better to reward. And so if you can figure out how to identify the positive opposite behavior and practice that with your kid or reward them for doing it, I think, You'll see it a change. Yeah. 
I feel like I can get a little bit more stern in my voice than you can. And that like kind of scares me a little bit. He would test my patience while we were traveling and I would like get a little bit stern. And then I'd be like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Like that doesn't really feel good. No. I feel like then they pick up on those right. tones. That's where they learn all that yeah. stuff. I mean, Dr. Einbun, my therapist, another professional I need to consult for how to deal with people and myself. I have therapy today at 11. Nothing wrong with it. It's been a great positive in my life is like, don't match their energy. Like if yeah. they're mad, don't get mad with them. Like it's really hard because it's reflexive and instinctual to like. And as soon as your toddler freaks out for your blood to boil. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like you really got to like figure C- out. Center yourself. Yeah, the way to calm down. Mm-hmm. Take, a, take a second. Like Sonny did something the other day that was just like it really pissed me off. And like I just got up and walked away from him, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because ultimately like what they want is attention. And so like if there is something that's like really wrong, like if he throws the remote control in my face like I don't know what the positive opposite for that is right off the top of my head so I just had to walk away like Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right thing or wrong thing but like he definitely didn't get any attention for that kind of behavior so hopefully you know that that will not encourage it yeah yeah I think the more that that happens the more they learn that like today I actually he used the word hate today and he looked at me immediately after for my reaction and I just like didn't really give him one and I could tell he felt like a little bit like kind of bad for saying it. and then was like I he, he was like I hate mama and then he was like I love mama and I was attention. like it just just wants attention and he it'll self-correct you know yeah, if, if you he's don't, not getting attention, the attention for the bad stuff yeah, he'll stop doing it exactly and he's just testing and trying out a bunch of different things right now so you just have to kind of endure them yeah and now a word from one of our brand partners So I actually influenced my sister Paige to buy Array because I have been using them and I love them. And so I'm excited that they are working with us today on this episode. But Array, just to give you a little bit more background, if you haven't been listening, was created to help women feel the best so that they can really be their best. They make targeted products which are 100% natural filler-free, organic, and formulated by a naturopathic doctor. Their products work in under an hour, so you actually feel results. What they are is little capsules. And my favorite ones are the bloat capsules, which you take with food to basically just settle your stomach. So whether you've had a plant-based meal, like whether you've had something that's usually pretty easy on your stomach or something heavier like pizza or pasta, what it does is it optimizes digestion with the use of five herbs and a fruit-based digestive enzyme. And it's completely laxative-free so you don't go running to the bathroom. So anyone dealing with some like stomach issues, some bloating and wants to get some stuff out, like I highly recommend these for you. The bloat capsules were designed to give people food freedom. People like Timmy who have lactose intolerance so that you can enjoy the foods you love without any discomfort, gas, or bloating after. They're also super chic, so they look great in your beauty shelf or bag. Right now, they're sitting out on my kitchen counter. Go to Array.com, that's A-R-R-A-E.com, and use code WITHWIT at checkout for 10% off of one-time purchases 
or 25% off first month on subscription. That's Array.com, A-R-R-A-E.com and use code WITHWIT at checkout for 10% off one-time purchases or 25% off first month of subscription. Yay, I'm working with The Way. I have their like exfoliating scrub. I have their perfume. I have their can. I have everything and I'm obsessed. Their scents are so amazing and the product actually really feels just so good on my skin, on my hair, everything. Right now, they're focusing on getting a fresh start and returning to a baseline. So for example, if anyone's just starting to get reorganized, re back into the swing of things for me, like re back into my routine at home, decluttering things, like getting my office organized, there's really nothing more refreshing than hitting the reset button once in a while. And I feel like if your hair, like mine, has recently felt a little overdue, for some treatment, it's time to try this clarifying detox shampoo from Way. So this product really, really cleans your hair and it smells so good. And I take time like for 60 seconds, I'll give myself a little bit of a scalp massage. I'm going to give myself one now because my scalp feels pretty sore, but it's just one of those shampoos that lathers so amazingly. It smells so good and it really detoxes your hair. You use it once a week to neutralize product buildup, oil, dirt, and hard water from your hair and scalp without stripping away moisture. And it's a combination of apple cider vinegar and keratin, which exfoliates and balances your scalp plus smooth frizz and creates a beautiful shine. It's for all hair types. I use it once a week and it really helps my hair stay healthy and fresh. When you are ready to undo some damage, hit the reset button with the Way Detox Shampoo. Go to theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code WITHWIT to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code with wit to get 15% off your entire purchase. And now back to our combo. All right. Someone who has a five-month-old wants to know if the newborn phase is the hardest. They feel like it's groundhog day. Good question. I often say that like at three years old everything got a lot easier and like there's like a few major things like no more bottle and no more diapers and sleeping on your own even though didn't that that sort of that that sort of did a 180 for us at three but like those things kind of signified the end of the baby phase for me and that was huge when they're babies they're so helpless that you really need to be paying attention to them at all times you can still like put them down when they're awake and you don't have to have like your hands on them or like you know that they're safe but like you're still watching to make sure they're not like putting anything in their mouth and choking so your attention is like focused for so so long that it is exhausting on another level yeah that ends hard to put yourself back in the baby phase i feel like it's it's like like it's part of like evolution that like humans are have a hard time remembering the baby phase so that they're encouraged to like to have, have more babies one. yeah but it is it is really hard but it goes by quick and everything is a phase and like just when you can't take like another i don't know 
midnight feeding or whatever you're having trouble with, like it goes away. Something happens. Yeah, it yeah. changes or the baby matures and starts making eye contact or coos at you or does something to connect you back to it where it's all worth it. And like it really does get better. And then you get to school phase and like someone else is dealing with your fucking child. <laughs> For the majority of yeah. the day. <laughs> Funniest moment with Sunny. Sunny has an amazing laugh. And like when I tickle him and like mess him up, as I put it, like he laughs uncontrollably. And that is the best. Like, yeah. It's like if it's it, it is it's like a shot of serotonin, I guess, in the same way, you know, getting a notification on social e uh, so social media, <laughs> social email. <laughs> I'm so old. You're like, check my, follow me on my social email channels. Yesterday, we went to the donut shop and he had a bite of his croissant and he looked at the guy who owns a donut shop and he goes like this. <laughs> and that, that was like, chef's kiss. Yeah, I, I laughed pretty hard. If you had one wish for Sonny, what would it be? It would be for him to really love himself, you know, and and just like grow up and get through all the school and high school, like social stuff that can be difficult and like learning about like your friends and who you are, like get through that period and come out like really loving himself because mm -hmm. I think that that will carry him through like his career, his relationships, his friendships, like all that, all that other stuff that life is going to throw at him. I think he'll be most prepared if he, if he really, really loves has himself. some confidence. Yeah. That's so sweet. That's making me tear up. I mean, maybe someone at home is crying too. She's crying. <laughs> Where's the tears? <laughs> Shove them back in your eyes. No. Oh, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this thing on my social emails um, about this girl who cried glass. Cried glass? Yeah. What? That's impossible. It could have been fake. It was like something out of Russia. Like she ate it and then it came out in her tears. No, they were just like when she cries, like bits of glass. And like they showed it with like silicone. Like, little gel like wrapped around the glass with it come out of her eye. Oh my God. Yeah. That sounds so big. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I really hope that that doesn't happen for Sunny. That's my second wish. <laughs> what is the best advice you would give a soon to be married couple? I would like take the money that you're going to spend on your wedding and put it on a down payment on a house. No, I, um, I mean, the, the number one like relationship advice I give, I give, <laughs> is to like learn how to fight with your partner but uh, a soon to be married couple i assume hopefully they've already been in a few fights but it all is basically to like get yourself comfortable with the fact that like you and your partner are not perfect your relationship is not perfect like it is flawed and you're flawed and they are flawed and you know the best relationships are the ones that recognize that and then like try and work on the flaws in a positive way. And like a pitfall of a lot of relationships is is assuming everything is perfect. And then when when 
cracks start to form, like freaking out and thinking that the sky is falling down. Yeah. It's not. It's like it's held up by many, 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 many pieces of whatever. The whole puzzle of like and, the whole situation. But yeah. it takes maintenance and you need to go and look around and see which tiny pieces that hold up bigger pieces have cracks in them and need to be fixed or replaced or whatever. And that, like that is really what the relationship is. It's the maintenance of the whole apparatus and like not just building the perfect apparatus. It's 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 maintaining it and and improving and all that shit. A fucking, I'm a poet. You are. All right. I'm a model, a hand model poet. All right, Timmy. What up, dog? Some personal questions. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing? Sure. I was born and raised in New York City on the Upper East Side. I was born in Mount Sinai Hospital. And my father is a dentist. And my mom, she was like, she had a job. She She worked in a flower shop. But she, but she was also a stay-at-home mom. Like took us to school and made us dinners and shit like that. And we grew up on 97th and 5th. And I went to a really affluent private high school with a lot of like mega wealthy people. And so I grew up kind of in... I grew up in like a very Upper East Side world. But my family didn't quite fit not fit fit the mold in. i give you an analogy we on 97th street okay so carnegie hill is a neighborhood we grew up in it's a really nice neighborhood from like 90th to 96th on the upper east side and we lived on 97th which is technically harlem so like we but like, you know, we would go to the restaurants in Carnegie Hill and like, you know, that's who we hung out with. But we just didn't quite make quite, the cut. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't quite belong. Yeah. And it was just a function of like how much money my father made. And like he made a good living and he put three kids through private school. And like, you know, we, we always had food on the table. It was nothing like that. But we just, city living, we just didn't quite keep up with the Joneses. So I feel like for me... It is an interesting mix of knowing about that world, but having like a healthy perspective on it, uh, being like a little bit removed mm-hmm. and having like a little bit of uh, a different experience in like some of the other parts of the neighborhood mm-hmm. that I would go to mm-hmm. and people I was friends with and things like that. I think that's how we're really similar. I mm-hmm. think we had similar upbringings, like went to a similar school in LA with like lots of lots of wealthy people but I was like sort of never as like in the mix or as wealthy or like as right yeah and so it kind of gave a little bit more of like a healthy perspective at least for me I felt like I was able to see outside of a bubble yeah yes agreed you know there were negative sides to that too yeah like my parents fought about money all yeah. the time and yeah like, you know it was scary to know like we had to move at some times and yeah, like that, that is you know, felt like I feel like people romanticize this like wrong side of the tracks upbringing because there's nothing worse than like growing up in a bubble and like being too rich. But like if I'm being really real with the listeners and myself and you like I would much rather have like safety and security and yeah. then like wondering if like 
you know, my parents are going to get divorced because yeah. like we can't afford our apartment anymore. Right, so like right, that shit right. was not fun. Right. <laughs> but it informed who I am now for better or worse. And like, I think it was, it was a big part of it, which is why I mentioned it in this answer. Yes. I think that's interesting. So many people don't know that. Like, I think they know you're from New York, but they don't know the full picture. I think, yeah. I think when you meet me for the first time or whatever, you get like the kind of general facts. You're like, oh, like, Tim, like white male from Upper East Side, like went to this school, like he's a preppy, like whatever the you want to fill in. Mm -hmm. And like, it's that's fine. I don't even begrudge people who do that because we all need to like organize information in a way to make us feel safe, like Mm -hmm. giving an assessment Mm -hmm. of someone or just Mm -hmm. trying to get to know them. But like if you scratch a little bit deeper than the surface, like there are some other factors that inform who I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My parents never fought in front of us. They, I wonder if they did, if that would have made fighting feel like less of a major crack for yeah. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you don't, like the grass is always greener, but, and you don't know what's better. Like, do you want to hear your parents fight or no, do you, no, yeah, you, <laughs> you want to be you shielded like from there, there it. There might yeah. be some kind of positive like byproduct, like where I'm less afraid of fights we get into now or whatever, but no, you I don't think you wanna, want to. I think you want to hear your parents. I think not that you want to, but I think it's healthy to hear, hear your parent, parents work through things yes. in a healthy, uh-huh. communicative way, but not be fighting about things. No. I that, mean, yes. I, I agree. In front of them. Yeah. Um, in New York, it's probably so hard to hide, too. Like, you're where, in a where to go. two bedroom. Yeah. I like, mean, they could have gone places. It yeah, doesn't matter. It does, fine. And now a word from one of our brand partners. Last week, I unboxed my Vitruvi and I am obsessed with it. Vitruvi makes all natural home scenting products that are chic and they really make a statement. They're like beautiful pieces in your home that aren't just about like the soothing, healing powers of essential oils, but actual beautiful chic pieces. Vitruvi makes everything from award-winning diffusers to pure essential oils. They scent my house so beautifully and give me like a real opportunity for self-expression. They have different essential oils, 100% essential oils for different moods. And they're also safe to breathe in on a daily basis. I have certainly turned my home into an oasis with Vitruvi. I've talked about how much I love diffusers for a while now, and I'm so excited that I finally found a brand that marries design and expression with actual function. They have three unique diffuser models to choose from. So you can get the classic stone, which is made in the highest quality porcelain. And then there's also a cordless move diffuser that sends every corner of your home, no plug required. And last but not least, the long lasting stay diffuser, which runs for 18 hours, making your space just the most like beautifully scented wake ups to wind down situation. Also their blends, they have a sleep blend, a retreat blend, a boost blend. Visit vitruvi.com slash with wit and use code with wit 20 to get 20% off your next purchase. That's vitruvi.com slash with wit, V-I-T-R-U-V-I dot com slash with wit and use code with wit 20 for 20% off your next purchase. I truly believe in raising my child with a Montessori education when possible, but it can be hard to support when you're a busy parent. If you haven't heard of Monty Kids, I'm excited to introduce you. I use their program with Sunny and I just love this company. Even if you're not familiar with Montessori, 
Monty Kids makes it easy by guiding you with expert support. And Monty Kids has just launched a new line of practical Montessori kits. Their products are safety tested, sustainably sourced, and designed by educators. There's a Montessori newborn kit, which offers a six-week parent course to make those early days so much easier. It includes toys that are perfect for your baby's stage of development. The Montessori newborn kit is an awesome product for newborns. Then there's the Montessori toilet learning kit, which is a game changer. It includes a child-sized potty, a basket, routine cards, and a faucet extender for independent hand washing. And you'll also receive guidance from child development experts and digital tools to create a personalized potty training plan. And then there's the Monty Kids Cooking Together Kit. This is what Sunny actually uses in school to make snacks for his class. And it provides the real tools, recipes, and guidance to create memories cooking with your child, all while they pick up habits that will lead to a lifetime of healthy eating. And last but not least, the self-care station encourages independence and confidence as your child moves through their day. I love the minimalist design of all of their products, especially this piece. It gives your child their own space while fitting perfectly into your home. If you would like to try these brand new products for yourself, use With Wit for 10% off your purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Check them out at montykids.com. That's M-O-N-T-I-K-I-D-S.com and use code With Wit for 10% off your purchase really quick. Do you have any tattoos? No, I have no (laughs) tattoos. And then um, someone wants to know how you got into production. I got into production. So, you know, back to my upbringing, I went to school with a lot of kids who were like, I'm going to be a, you know, Wall Street guy. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a doctor. And like, they were good at that. And that was easy for them. And it was none of that was easy for me. No, no path presented itself like that. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I had a lot of anxiety about it and like everyone was like just do what you like and I was like I like to watch tv like that is what I like to do if I'm being honest with myself like that's what I like to do and it was like not a positive thing everyone was always like my parents like you're a couch potato yeah Yeah. it was a negative thing but in my heart I knew that it was what I liked and so I was like fuck everyone else mom and dad I am going to like pursue something I am interested in and there was like a senior there was like an alumni day senior year at my college and this guy Greg Wax who worked at VH1 came and like was on a panel of like all these different professionals and got up and said what he did and I was like I like that guy I like the way his life sounds like like he's gonna be my first call when, when I graduate yeah and I called him and he couldn't give me a job at the time and uh you know, it wasn't as easy in the beginning. And, and he was like, but like one way to do it is like, go, go get a job as a page at, at CBS or NBC. And um, so I, and like those were, you didn't need any experience for those mm-hmm. jobs. You just needed to apply. So like I applied and I got the job. So the NBC program was like better than the CBS program. Like it just was, they just had like nicer offices. Like it, it felt like it came with more prestige. It was just like better. And 
they made you like jump through all these hoops. So you had an interview. If you did well, you went into like a second interview, which is a group interview where everyone who made it to the second round had to present a, a project like with some kind of visual component. In front of all the other people applying for the same yes, job? Yes, uh, On some like, why do you deserve this job? Out. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm 23 years old. Like all I'm doing is drinking and smoking weed at all times. Like there's no way I could do this project. So uh, I didn't. I don't know this And story. I went to. You didn't do the project. So I go, right? Yeah. I got dressed up for the second interview. I go to this boardroom in 30 Rock. Like real, like they made it seem like this, like the whole company ran on the page program. So like I get <laughs> like into this boardroom and there's 10 <laughs> other applicants and me and they all have poster boards with like, they were like cheesy vision boards, like with like cutouts from magazines. It looked like shit. And I, I, was, I was embarrassed for that. Um, <laughs> And they went I around making posters. People doing their like silly presentations and they got to me and I had nothing. And I was like, listen, guys, I gave this a lot of thought. And, you know, being a page at NBC is about interacting with people because you give tours and yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah. like people and and being personable and being able to think on your feet and um <laughs> like 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 improvise. And like therefore, I have not prepared anything. <laughs> But I would like to tell you a little bit about myself. And then like I went on some spiel. Did someone like take over your body? Like how did you? Because like I'm I'm good on my feet. Yeah. Like I did not prepare for this podcast and you have enjoyed yourself. Yeah. And I <laughs> I like gave a spiel. And look, it wasn't good enough. <laughs> I did not get oh, the job. I thought you got the job. I did not get the job. However, it was good enough that the person next to me who had a poster board put his or her away and was like, I like what Tim said. Like, I'm, I'm going to do the same. <laughs> and just talked about himself. And like put his thing away. Good for you. Yeah. How did you not get the job? Because I, I specifically asked us to do something and I just didn't do it. <laughs> and I think they saw through some of my bullshit and was like, this guy might be lazy. Uh, so I, I didn't get it. that job, but I got the job at CBS and that led to the next job. And like in production, it's just about, you know, one gig after the other, which right. is which is awful. And like we could talk about that on another podcast. But that's how I got into production. And uh, a good tip for anyone listening is like I kept a list. I called it the list of people to email for work. And like every job I got, I and anyone who like I became close with or I felt I would then feel comfortable to email after the fact who was above me. Anytime I needed a job, I would just, you know, Refer send to a, that send, list. Send, yeah, and send each of those person uh, an email being really straightforward, being like, look, my last job just ended. I'm looking for my next gig. If you or anyone you know is staffing up, like, please consider me. Yeah. And if someone wrote back and said, hey, like, I got nothing right now, I would be like, look, like, do you have anyone I can reach out to? Yeah. And I just kept that list getting bigger and better and bigger and better. Mm -hmm. And it always delivered the next gig. Yeah. And I think that's a really hard thing to do to like continually put yourself out there to people that it's awful. Both you've gone to before or that you don't necessarily want to like ask for help yes. or whatever, but it really is the way to work your way up in like most industries. Yes. It it, it really is. There's nothing More wrong like with putting yourself out there. Yeah. It is something that whoever you are emailing, that person has been through. And if you do it the right way, they will recognize and respect. And like, it served me for 15 years. Yeah. And now you do that for people. Pay it forward. It, yes. Anyone who wants my time or a referral, I uh, never say no. It's really nice of you. 
I'm the man, okay, <laughs> which we have all realized on this podcast. Look, I was being honest with these answers and I don't want to shy away from my confidence, but I also have plenty of flaws and I'm not the best. So don't, don't, don't think that I'm too full of myself, everyone. We all have our things, but you are definitely a b- natural born speaker, motivational speaker. Oh my God, new profesh. Podcaster, host love i think we should host the uh, challenge reunion i mean yeah, I think we should host the challenge reunion that's small <laughs> potatoes but i think we should do, we should replace kelly ripa and ryan Seacrest. oh my god because i watched them for a couple seconds zero I chemistry hated it. i know so did i but i've never i mean we can get into all no let's do all. a podcast about how we hate <laughs> kelly ripa right now i and don't ryan, hate ryan i don't Seacrest, hate either of them ryan's roses is up and you should stop doing that. Actually, Ryan's Roses is really fucked up and yeah. you should stop doing that. And I'm surprised that no one has like canceled that situation because like, it really oh, messes with people's emotions. Great. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, it's we just like looking it. for problem, like looking for trouble. And I just feel like they, you can just like feel them. She's pointing two fingers. They're like disdain for right, each other. Right. And you're just like, why do I care about what these two people have to say who don't have zero connection in life? No connection. Like a casting director just put them there like hoping they would have chemistry. Hoping and praying. And one's just going after the other's job. It's terrible. I, how has someone let it be on for so long? Because everyone out there has no idea what they're doing. That's another universal truth. Yeah. I'll remember that all the time. As soon as you start to question yourself, be like, no one knows. I mean, everyone's also questioning themselves. Just True. like listen, True. listen True. to your inner your inner voice. Yeah. Trust yourself the most. Feel the rain on your skin. <sighs> Love you all. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.